0: Welcome to Homeschool Insights, the show that brings you biblical homeschool encouragement in under ten minutes. I'm your host, Yvette Hampton. Homeschool Insights is sponsored by CTC Math. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com and try it for free. Now on to the show. Christy, you've got five kids, and you have a wide range. How old is so? Your oldest is how old, and your youngest is how old? Twenty-one down to nine. Actually,
1: well. Okay. And by the time this airs, she'll be 10. So that'll give her some okay. credit there. So she's going to be like, Mom, oh. I'm 10. So. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> not nine <laughs> give anymore. Credit where credit is due. Right. Yeah. So you have an 11 year gap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially when you get into those double digits. I mean, you got to give her the double digits. So I that know. is so My
1: important. baby oh. is going to have double digits. I know. Oh, Christy.
0: Oh, man. <sighs> breathing through
1: oh, that.
0: Oh, it's okay. Deep breath. Deep yeah. breath. Yeah. I know. So you've got Crazy. an 11 year age gap with mm-hmm. your kids. It's the question, of course, that everybody asks, you know, how do you homeschool with all, I mean, that's a big range of yeah. ages and different grades and different levels for everything. So tell us what your typical homeschool day looks like.
1: Well, my typical homeschool day now looks a little bit different because everyone is in our homeschool. So it's a little easier with everyone homeschooling and everyone is mm-hmm. a reader now. So I've kind of entered into that sweet spot where we have all all readers. Because once you have readers, it actually does get a lot easier. So I always tell people that it's when you have the pre-readers, it's a little more complicated. So the number one thing is to whether you, because I've homeschooled through it all. So we had, we started homeschooling with two kids in kindergarten and first grade, and I had a toddler, which is honestly one of the hardest parts of homeschooling is working around your toddlers. So um, babies, you can totally work around their schedule because their schedule is kind of what you put them on. But toddlers (laughs) are like, why aren't we playing? We're supposed to be playing. So right. my number one recommendation, if you are homeschooling um, with young kids alongside of your, your school-age kids um, is to have a game plan for those kids. Don't just think, oh, I'm planning my curriculum. You need to plan your curriculum mm-hmm. or plan what you're doing for them, your your school-age kids. But then also have a game plan for fun. You know, let them be part of your homeschool. Around two and a half, they're like, school is fun because you're giving them yeah. coloring books. You're giving them, I gave them, co- I I would make copies of what I was doing with the older boys and they were just scribbling nice. all over it. They're like, yeah, we got this. Um, so yeah, so that is um, my recommendation there. And I actually, part of my how to homeschool um, webinar and part of my homeschool organization course Both of those have a whole section just about how to juggle that. How do you homeschool and you have big kids and little kids in the house? Because it's Mm -hmm. really important. It is a juggling act and it is difficult, but it's totally doable. I just want to encourage you that it's totally doable. And so I have a lot of very specific tips for that. Um, But my typical schedule now, as it kind of always is, is that I try to divide up their work between work that needs to be done with mom and work that they can do independently and sometimes that's kind of a combo so i might have to like introduce a sheet so i might be talking through like a a grammar worksheet or a math page and kind of giving them some information about how they're going to be doing this and then they can do the rest on their own Um, so penmanship is pretty much always on their own so they save all of those for either when i'm working with another sibling or um, for later on in the day and i say that because it helps with making kids focus. So by the time we hit lunch, you know, if if they have had a focus day and they need more help, yes, of course I help them. But sure. they just know that, if, that the work that requires my help needs to be done before lunch. So morning time, I'm 100% there. I'm, you know, switching off between kids. So I'm having them do some of the independent work while I work with another. And then we switch mm-hmm. off. Um, and kind of trying to figure it out. Most of my time is usually with my my younger learners and my older kids. All learn kind of they start learning how to organize themselves and how to structure their days. Um, that's mm-hmm. just part of the rhythm that I try to teach them, and it teaches them independence um, as well. But um, that's really what I try to do because we'll also have those kids who like will just not get to their work and will find every excuse not to do their work. So it was helpful yeah. for me. <laughs> to say, well, you know, buddy, like we, we need to have, make sure that we have this done earlier. So I'll probably give them a little help in the afternoon, but it'll be like tomorrow. And I'll give little reminders for that child. Sometimes the ones that tend to kind of put it off is like, okay, remember like I, mommy's going to go run some errands later this afternoon. So if you need me and you need my help, then this is what we do. And uh, my next bit of information between like the mornings and the afternoons and, you know, dividing up, like what is, the mom time stuff and the independent stuff. And again, that's why high school sometimes will go later because they're they're doing mostly independent at that time. Sure. Um, but also just helping them to kind of, you know, we do our, you know, we all have this. I don't know like, if you're this way, but like I find that there's some subjects I don't get to. And so I move those up front. So if I'm not getting to writing, then guess what our very first subject is if the day is going to be writing because I'm fresh in the morning. My kids are fresh in the morning. Um, yeah. And that really helps us. And so I try to move the things that... By the end of the day, it's the subjects and it's the things that I'm like, I'm tired. Like, I'm ready to be. I mean, I'm the whiny kid. Like, I'm the one I'm like, I'm done. (laughs) Are we done yet? Like, the kids are like, no, mom. (laughs) You know, so I find that, like, I need that extra motivation because, like, we're doing our read-alouds up front. Um, But really looking at how you can structure things. And you know what, one of the things we did when we had like, especially babies that weren't sleeping well, I was trying to do sleep training and homeschooling and all the things. And my husband traveled for like 20 years of our marriage. Um, So most of my homeschooling of my older boys, he was on the road. Um, So it was, it was me and five kids. And so we had to juggle that. And um, so what I found is oftentimes when the babies are going to bed at like 730, 8 o'clock then I'm doing a read aloud or I'm doing our Bible time at that time. Mm -hmm. So there are some times in some seasons of our lives when I would just kind of pick some things to do in the evening uh, because it was just easier to do it then. So those are a few of my little tips for kind of routines. um, But you don't need to have, and I do say routines. I try to tell people, please don't try to schedule your whole year into a teacher planner because you're just going to have a mountain of eraser dust. Um, and so and that's one of the things that I try to teach in my homeschool organization course is really how to strip that from your mind. Because that's the first thing I did when we started right. homeschooling. I bought a teacher planner because I'm
0: like, well, yeah, that's me what too, teachers at do. At Target, which <laughs> yeah. I'd never buy anything at Target now, but I yeah. did 13 years ago.
1: <laughs> right, right. And, you know, you just end up erasing. I don't think I made it more than a week into it when I was erasing right. and drawing arrows and trying to like figure out how to put tabs right. on it to know where in the world I was and so right. I really try to teach people in my organization course how to take things by week, how to divide it out using the table of contents. Um, so there's lots of strategy to really simplify. And yeah. um, and especially for you as the parent, um, because we can really drive ourselves insane when we're trying to plan out, you know, as some states require 180 days. We're like, that's 180 right. days of planning. Please get that off yeah. your brain. Like yes, that is yeah. so much more complicated than looking at 36 weeks or 34, right. depending upon your state. So yeah. um, that's really how I try to I try to sim- simplify things. And what I've learned later in life, and actually I've learned this about myself through homeschooling, is that. I actually um, have ADD, a little bit of ADHD, hyperactive. Uh-huh. <laughs> my mind's always going, um, so that's that's my H. Is my my brain it makes me creative, makes me be able to do interviews like this on the fly. But um, I'm also easily distracted.
0: Yeah, and what I've learned too. is if
1: things aren't simple. My brain literally puts up a strike sign. They're like, (laughs) my brain's just like, no, no. You think that you want to do that, but we're not doing that. And I cannot get myself to do it unless I have figured out the simplest way. And then my brain's like, okay, I can do this. So I think that's what's really unique is that I've really had to learn how to be efficient in all that I do.